0: Because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Welcome. My name is Denise Eckert and I'm the host of the Relaxation Lounge. Now in this episode, I'm going to take a look at burnout. Now as they say, burnout is a state of emotional, physical, mental exhaustion, which is caused by excessive and prolonged stress. Well, no kidding, right? And what are the symptoms of burnout? Well, the biggest one is exhaustion. You're just so bloody tired, you cannot even function. And when you feel like that, you feel helpless, you feel trapped, you just want to crawl in a hole and sleep. I remember when I was in burnout, I used to say, okay, this world needs to stop because I need to get off and take a break. You feel alone. And a lot of times when you are in burnout, there is a sense of shame that comes along with it. Because you just couldn't do it all. And when you're in burnout, you feel no motivation. You're unfocused. You feel like a zombie. You're cynical. You have a negative outlook. And a lot of times, you're sick. You know, you get headaches, stomach issues. I always had pneumonia. Now that we know what burnout looks like, what causes burnout? Well, bottom line, it's when we live in stress too long. You know, we can live in stress because stress gives us that excitement, that surge of energy, that challenge. But when our mind and body has had enough of this surge of excitement and challenge, we start feeling frustrated, angry, sad, you know, breaking down in tears because, oh, this is not working. You feel unfocused. And a lot of us don't listen to the signs, myself included. We just keep trudging, trudging, trudging on. And I was one of those. I didn't want to be a quitter. I didn't want to appear weak. I didn't want to admit that I could not do it all. I was that energizer bunny and just keep going and going and going until I ran out. And that is not a way to live. And this is where we need to create that awareness. You know, going down that stress rabbit hole, you start making mistakes. You start getting frustrated. And I've got a really cute story. And you know what? This happened so many years ago, but it just proves the point. I bought this really cute house and I wanted to sew curtains for my windows and for my pantry and my kitchen. So I went and got all the supplies and I started sewing. Well, I'm the Energizer Bunny. I keep going and going and going until I drop. So I had one more set of curtains to make and I was just so exhausted and I couldn't see and I was not focused. Well, I built the curtains backwards. So basically, I wrecked all this fabric. And then, uh haha, and then, I couldn't get any more of this fabric. I made such a mistake. And you know what? I look back on it. Was it worth it? No. If I would have taken that break and continued the next day, or just walked away for a minute. But I didn't, and I learned. So, what I want to talk about is flow. And flow is a state of mind. And when you're in that groove, and you're doing something, and it's fun, and it's challenging, And whether that's a project on the computer, or whether it's even something like cooking a big meal. And when you're in it, and you're at the beginning, and you're having fun, and you're grooving, and time flies, and you're all pumped up, and it's not overwhelming, it's wonderful until you start feeling that stress. Where you start making mistakes, you know, putting too much salt in here, or putting the wrong ingredients over there, or screwing up your accounting system. Now, the key is to recognize that tipping point. And when you start feeling tired or getting more sluggish, that's the tipping point. So overall, if you stay there too long or go there too often, that's when burnout will hit you. And when you're in burnout, you tend to have a lot of health issues. Because living in extreme stress or burnout weakens our immune systems. And I know my life, I was the energizer bunny, go, 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 and then nothing. Nothing. Because when I was in burnout, all I did was sleep. So go, 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 go to sleep. I couldn't even get out of bed. I would read, I'd sleep, I'd read, I'd sleep. And for me, burnout caused a lot of stomach issues and headaches. And I developed an ulcer and pneumonia. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, because I'd like to point out the fact that burnout is very, very serious. And it can be the stem of a lot more serious health issues if you choose not to take action now the reason why i started the relaxation lounge is to help us reduce the stress in this world so i'm going to share some tips with you number one if you're feeling stressed just stop do something else do a relaxation practice let your mind body rejuvenate you know do something like get outside or switch things up if you're working on the computer just do something else you know you can go do the dishes or do the laundry just switch things up let your mind and body rest from what you are doing tip number two declutter your life a lot of us take on way too much way way too much and our days are so jam-packed take a look at your to-do list realistically can you get everything done Or do you need to clone yourself two or three times to get your to-do list done? What I recommend is you write down your tasks and commitments for one week. See where you spend your time and energy. Then get out that big red pen and start deleting. What doesn't need to be on your list? What doesn't align with what you are doing or who you are now? A lot of times we have things on our list that are old that we don't need to be doing anymore. Or things that you said yes to that are just not working out for you and causing havoc in your life. Number two, delegate. If you're doing something that aligns with you, add stuff to that list. And things that don't align with you, give them to someone else where they align. And a lot of times they say, oh, you can hire someone. Well, you can do that as well. But just divvying things up. I know when I lived in a household where there was a bunch of us, we would sit down and go through what needs to be done. And someone liked doing the dishes. Well, then you do the dishes. Someone liked doing this. Someone liked doing that. And we divvy it up in in what we wanted to do and what we felt comfortable doing, what we enjoyed doing. So delegating is very powerful. Number three is grouping things together. Now, this is a really silly example, but it makes the point. So on your list, if you have, I've got to go get salad supplies. And I've got to go get cat litter would you go to the store twice or would you go to the store once and buy both there's things that we can group together and in a business sense whether you do an accounting day and just take care of all your accounting stuff because you're in that accounting zone get all your accounting tasks done at the same time because you're in that frame of mind you know if you're doing another thing group things together make it easier tip number three Creating boundaries. Well, don't take on too much. Don't take on things that don't align with you. A lot of times when we take things on that go against our values, it causes stress. It's our mind telling us, no, this doesn't align with us. For instance, I worked with someone who would constantly want me to lie for her. And one of my top values is honesty. So what she wanted me to do didn't align with me. And you know what? I felt stressed just thinking about it. To take a look at where your values are and what you're saying yes to. Now boundaries are put into place to protect you. And saying no to the things that aren't important to you gives you the time and energy for the things that are important to you. Now if you have problems with saying no on the spot, like most of us do, Just say that you'll check your calendar or you'll get back to them later and walk away and really think about it. Does this task align with you? What will you be giving up to make room for it? Is it worth it? And also, you know what, no is a sentence. It's harsh, but no is a sentence. Number four, chunking things down. Authors don't write a book in one session. Some may, but most don't. So take your bigger projects and chunk them down into bite-sized pieces that you can realistically get done. And once you have that chunk done, take a break. Do something else. And then maybe do another chunk. Don't sit down and just, boom, my big project. No, no, no. Bite-sized pieces. Tip number five. Stay in the present. You know what, we can worry about the future, all that may or may not happen, and we can think about the past, the things you could have done, the should have done. You know, you learn from the past, but don't live in it. Enjoy the present. Enjoy what you're doing right now. Number six, creating an awareness. This is the most important, I think. Listening to your body and your mind. It tells you to slow down, and you know that. You just ignore it. Now, as in tip number one, if your body and your mind is telling you that you're feeling stressed, stop. Change things up. You'll look for support. Is there someone that can help you? Do a relaxation practice. My membership, the Relaxation Lounge, is full of easy to use practices that you can come do to switch things up. All the practices are designed to be short, some of them are 5, 10, 15 minutes. So don't give me an excuse that you don't have the time. And when you are changing things up, find things, if you are stressed, find things that are instant. Things like EFT, emotional freedom technique. Or do a meditation. Or just go outside. Breathe some fresh air. Go for a walk. Just do something different. I know stress is hard to battle. I've been there many times. And my goal in this podcast is to help you with that. And I've interviewed so many amazing people who have shared their different techniques and tips and practices to help you reduce the stress in your life right now. So take a browse through the episodes and see what resonates with you. I know for myself, sometimes I'm just too hyper to meditate. I don't force myself. I'll just do something else. And once you start creating that awareness and reducing the stress in your life, You will become a happier person, and in turn, a happier partner, parent, friend, employer, employee, neighbor, and you know what? Happiness is contagious. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you're looking at reducing the stress in your life, subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. Let's start turning your stress into happiness today. And hint, hint, I would love it if you left me a review so that I can get out and help others reduce their stress as well thank you for listening thank you for listening to the calm your daily stress podcast have you ever wondered what your stress personality is are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen well you can find out by taking my free quiz you just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank sending you love and peace and i'll see you in the next episode